Episode 41. 41. We crossed the 40 threshold. 40 threshold. We're getting up there in age, and uh, we're sprinkling a little bit of my dad's kobasa into this week's episode. Yeah. Homemade Jimmy the Rock God. Listen to some market updates this episode while yeah. we while we are chewing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're very multitasking in this episode. We look at January's numbers and uh, kind of do a quick vibe check on what we're seeing out there. Yep. And uh, keep it short and sweet this week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Get in, get out. Happy February. Happy February. Happy New Year for those <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> All right. All right. Enjoy the show. Yep. Welcome to the Toronto Living's Podcast, a conversation about all things Toronto with a focus on real estate, the culture, and of course, the food. I'm Mark Savelle. And I'm Joey Virgilio. And we're realtors with Sage Real Estate working together as a Toronto Living's team with a focus on helping you buy better, sell higher, and of course, having a little bit of fun along the way. Hello, Joey. Hello, Mark. Usually you say the hello. Yeah, we were flipping around. Yeah, mix it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we're now episode 41. Once we pass 40, we got to break the mold. Yeah, you know? exactly. Try something different. Yeah. Yeah. Look at like what's on this table right now. Oh, instance. we got a lot to get through today. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're definitely going to, this today's one of those market update days, those podcasts where we dig deep and let you know what's going on in the market. Yep. But yeah, we got some food, we got some stories, we got some fun on the way. Ooh, yeah. yeah. You ready for fun? I think so. I'm always ready for fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How was your week? Uh, Where did you eat? Uh, beautifully put. Um, okay, so this week I actually went out. Mm-hmm. Um, first time I actually went out dining in a long time, actually. But you say that as if you're a hermit. I feel like you pretty much are, uh, you go to Mars Diner, you, you go out. I do some stuff. Yeah, you yeah, go yeah, out. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah, some yeah. stuff. I've but, been, you know what, it's been like New Year budgeting and after that talk we had i really took it seriously like that i like that uh so i went to a mexican place Ooh la la. in parkdale okay this is queen and dufferin and it was called Mo- uh, mocatez mocatez mexican cuisine cuisine i'm Ooh. hoping to god i'm pronouncing that right well the cuisine on the end just makes it a classy <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> i got the second half the two-thirds of it <laughs> got down pat but the first one is a little questionable is it a new place uh so it's new okay yeah it's newer anyways um so it's it's uh the address is 1263 queen street west mm. for those looking to search things up uh, on an address we'll also link it in the show notes, notes and things yeah. like that but uh uh, yeah, they made they make authentic Mexican food. I had nachos, which were actually like really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they had um, they do baked chips. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, I guess, but I'm <laughs> I'd say pretty sure with some confidence. I'll trust your tongue on this one that they're homemade uh, baked they, chips. They felt more homemade than your average, uh, you know, store bought. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and but more importantly, I had the michelada. Ooh, fancy uh, michelada. Yeah. So this is the first time I had it. Okay. And, and it didn't give me heartburn. In fact, it went down. It's lime juice and beer. I think we've talked about this. Yeah, I feel like I, the place on Dufferin made a similar type of concoction. Yeah. But I think mine had tomato juice. Yeah, mine didn't. Okay. Um, for whatever reason, I don't know. I didn't It could be a totally different drink. We just don't know what <laughs> we're, we're saying. Just like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, but yeah, no, no. It was, uh, it was legit. And it went down so smooth. So I highly recommend it. Mondays, they got margarita nights. Okay. So, you know, if you're looking for a good time. Were you, was this date night or just Joey on the road? And- Joey hanging out with an old buddy. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Love How about it. you? Where did you end up eating? Uh, lots of eating this week. So uh, New Year, New Me. Last yep. night was Chinese New Year. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we had a really good, uh, some takeout from a spot on Dundas. Yeah. Um, but after last Saturday's show, I broke the fast or I broke the diet last week. It was the end of it. Yeah. So I went to Zets. 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 Oh, Zets is what we were talking about before I destroyed my computer. Correct. Before the bread <laughs> took over and ruined, which you still have some bread. There's remnants. some bread remnants yeah, sticking around. Yeah, I, we we smashed that bread all week. 
Oh, I love that. Yeah, we toasted it. We put peanut butter on it. I saw your your Instagram watching. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I rewatched the podcast. How 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 psychotic is that? I rewatched our podcast <laughs> eating your bread with a thick layer of peanut butter, but it was fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Uh, we did it with. We also tried it with oil and vinegar. Like, oh, nice. It was good. We put some salt on it. Dressed it up a little bit. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So did that. So that was good. We got the uh, honestly, like that's the best value diner joint in the city. Like they have one by the airport and one up in Woodbridge. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you get so much food. Oh, I love that. So I went with um, Alex and the wife Adriana, yep. and uh, three of us ate. Like no one finished their meal. Well, I finished my meal. <laughs> they couldn't because it was. I just got a simple um, gyro. Yeah. They got like plates and stuff. Oh my god! Oh, like serious? Eh? I don't think you could finish. That's a meal my there. kind of place. No, I don't think you can. Oh, is this a challenge? I will challenge. I'm you. sensing a challenge. I challenge. Of you. course, I can finish it. <laughs> I don't even have a question. You know what I did? So we're talking about Uber Eats and how I haven't. I did order pizza <laughs> okay. this uh, this week, and I got actually shout out to uh, to North of Brooklyn. Okay. I don't know if I've ever shouted them out. They you make like such good pizza. Yeah. I'm more of a maker pizza kind of guy. You're more of a two for one type of person. I am <laughs> one million percent a two for one type of guy. <laughs> And I have no shame in saying that. I love the two for one. Uh, but Jason likes North of Brooklyn. Yeah. The actually, he, he messaged me when he uh, when I posted it like ages ago. Yeah, yeah. Nice. nice. Uh, but I ended up, uh, so Molly was at work. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just craving pizza. I've been watching pizza reviews for some reason. They've been yeah. in my algorithm for the last little bit. So I, so I purchased it. Anyways, I ordered two medium pizzas. And I was like, I'm going to have some left over for Molly. Mm, it didn't happen. I didn't ate happen. both medium pizzas to my face. Maybe it will beat this that's food <laughs> challenge. Um, that scares me, but <laughs> congrats. I don't feel great, but uh, you know, I did it. <laughs> Sometimes it's what you got to do. <laughs> but so for dinner that night, I went out with uh, Chris Mulder and his partner. Um, we went to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess this name up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you like Indian cuisine? Yeah. Okay. This is called Adrak. Oh, Adrak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we, what? We talked about it. Uh, did we talk about it in the last podcast? Mm, I don't know. Maybe I said I was going there. Yeah. Oh, it, was, oh, it did. You did. Yeah. We went, you yeah. Really so yet. I think we're talking going there Saturday. I went there. It was insanely good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not really big into Indian food. Spice, I'm kind of hit and miss with. This was good spice. Okay. Yeah, it was fantastic. They gave us the first item we had was my favorite item. It was like this big ball that tasted almost like a samosa, but also like a ceviche, Ooh. lots of flavor. And it was dripped in something that was pink. It was covered in this like bright pink sauce. Okay. That was next level. Oh. And then we had this shrimp coconut curry with non bread for days. Like we were so stuck. Well, this is like serious stuff. Oh, it was, it was incredible. Michelin I, Mark. It was actually a Michelin recommended restaurant. <laughs> so a Michelin you Mark, uh, you know, his belly don't lie. And I just, Chris is like, oh, have you been here before? I'm like, no, nah, I just look good and see what it has. And it was, the core was great. Service was awesome. The guys were so good at explaining things to us non-Indian food eaters yep. and uh, really enjoyed it. Highly love, recommend it. Love that. Yeah. 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 I, I, what is it called? Adrak. Adrak. I, maybe. I don't know. It's at <laughs> Davenport and Avenue Road. Like just put, that's how I found it. I put an Indian food at Avenue and <laughs> and it comes up A-D-R-A-K Adrak. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I think they got a location in Thornhill as well. They were Michelin recommended. I think Have I've seen I, I th I, yeah, I know, I know yeah. what you're, you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know if they're related, the two, but yeah, there's one in Richmond Hill. So yeah, sister gotcha. location. Yeah, I'm on the okay. website. I've confirmed it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was awesome. Really enjoyed it. Uh, highly, highly recommend it, especially if like if that's your gig, if you like Indian food, they do a really good job there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, awesome. Good Good on the food. Cool. Uh, and it's one small little show note I'd like to make. Yeah. Um, my dad made us some... 
Well, so I'm so pumped for this. I, I heavily talk about my Italian heritage. That's from my mom. And usually if your mom's Italian, your whole household becomes Italian. But fun fact, my dad is Slovak. Mm. Uh, and in the Slovak household, we eat kobasa. <laughs> As a kid, we used to have like um, kobasa on a bagel. And so he's really into exploring his culinary um, passions. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to try making kobasa. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, let's see what this is going to come out with. But, yo, he's legit. He's got like sausage uh, intestines and the machines to push it through. He's got the grinder and his serious stuff. Yes, the resistance is this like, I don't know five six foot smoker he keeps in the garage oh so so wait kielbasa is, is smoked his version is oh. <laughs> i don't know i don't i've never made kielbasa i've just consumed it yeah um but i am i am so excited so this is the first round to my understanding this is the first round he made some uh last night Thank you. i got these beautiful little toothpicks for us to uh <laughs> perfect be very sanitary with um, yeah, give it a go. Just right, get right in there. It. Yeah. It's garlicky. It's it's a lot. There's a lot of flavor, but yeah, I don't know. I I really enjoy it. Oh, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a lot of seasoning in it. A lot of seasoning. Mm-hmm. Garlic he grows in his backyard. A lot of it's like homegrown. Taste the, I can taste actually a bit of the maybe the smokiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good. I will polish this plate. Oh, we will. This is this is our snack for the podcast. Yeah. Oh man, mm-hmm. Jimmy the Rock God. Rock God came through. He really did. This yeah. is delicious. No, I got to give a shout out to my mom. Okay. I think I pissed her off. I went by the house study to pick up the uh, kielbasa, mm-hmm. and God bless her soul, she came out with a care pack of lasagna, shrimp, popcorn. Uh, several other ingredients, foods I could smell coming out. I'm like, mom, please, I just, because I got to be in the car all day and I don't like when my car smells like food. <laughs> so mom, I love you and I will eat your food and I'm sorry I didn't bring the whole platter today. <laughs> didn't mean disrespect. I just, uh, just trying to t- take care of our public image here. I love that. <laughs> so sorry, mom, and I will have your food. I promise. That's, that's that Italian heritage coming through. Oh man, I know I disappointed her. I know she was pissed at me. So <laughs> Sorry, mom. Didn't mean to piss you off. <laughs> Love your food. She's a good cook. Um, ooh, coffee's ready, by the way, as well. Oh, that's that. Sad. It's like okay. my mom knows a fiery rage of hers boiling out of this espresso. <laughs> it's coming pot. through. Um, all right. Shall we? Do we talk about? Do, we, do people even know what we're talking about today? <laughs> uh, I think I can't remember if we briefly mentioned it. Did we turn into a food podcast? Like probably, probably. Yeah. yeah, we should start uh, diversifying our who we're marketing to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we are incorporating something else with food. We are. We're. Um, oh wait, what are you saying? Well, we're going to talk about the market. Oh, <laughs> we're going to do a market. <laughs> what are you saying? I thought you were you were adva- advancing more on the food topic, but no, no, no. Yes, we're having a market update. <laughs> yeah. We're going to sprinkle our, our love of food in it as we always do, but primarily this is a, a market update. Yes, I'm going to give you a little bit more espresso today. You good with that? I am more than good with that. All right, that pizza is uh, still lingering in my system. <laughs> oh, this will get it out of you. Beautiful, thank you. Yeah. I, I'm going to bring beef patties next week. I also have beef patties this week. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, I'll bring the beef patties. All right. I'll bring the patties. I haven't right. done that yet. Yeah, it's good. Good. Um, so before we get into the market, let's get into news you can use. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. do that. Okay. Okay. Well. Um, okay. So news <laughs> you can use. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Beautiful. So what are we talking about? What's our first? What's our first? Uh, Shall we admit mistake right off the hop? Yeah, we made an, we made a minor error. We made a minor error. Um, okay, so I had a I had a, a reach out of a uh, of a listener of the okay. podcast, um, also past client. 
Good. And mentioned that we had, uh, he wanted basically to look into the fact that the 1% to 3% bump on the vacant home tax mm -hmm. was official. So in doing this, I started digging in more and I needed a correction. This is, so basically this year, the claiming of this year is you, you, if you do have a vacant home is only 1%. It starts in the tax year of 2024. So mm -hmm. that means, sorry, if you have a vacant home starting uh, when you claim in 2025, that's when the 3% is going to be effective. I'm, I'm confused. Can I just... <laughs> Can you clear it up? Yeah. I so, probably said that's the worst. No, yeah. <laughs> no, your intention was right. I, I just, maybe it's all the meat in me. Um, I'm a little bit confused. So what we said was that, first of all, you still have to declare your vacant tax this year. It's extremely important. We've been saying this every week. We're going to continue to say it till the end of this month. Please go to the website, do it right. Where we were wrong was we said that if you don't do it, you're going hit, to get hit with a 3% uh, penalty. Yeah. That will be in effect for next year. Wow, what a simpler way of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> you still will face a penalty of 1% and all the other fines we talked about, but it's not the 3% that we erroneously mentioned. Yeah. I think I, would, I just got so protective. I'm like, oh my God, uh, I better just get it out there. Um, so thank you to the listener who called in or yeah. who, I don't, do people call in anymore? Call, yeah, who DM'd it or emailed in. <laughs> sent you a fax saying like, can you look deeper into this? So yes, you still have to do it. If you don't do it, you're still going to get hit with a fine, but it's 1% instead of three. And next, next year, year and moving forward, it will be, will three. be three. Okay. I feel good now. I can sleep. <laughs> um, you have something about here oh, yeah. to do with. Listen, listen to this, because I didn't know this existed and this blew my actual mind. Okay. Did you know that you can clone your dog? No. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> I needed to bring this up. I'm thinking this news you can use out the box, this, yes. uh, this, this segment. Yeah, you can clone your dog. The, the cost is expensive, but you can, if you have a dog or a cat or an animal of any type that is alive, you can, you can take stem cells out, freeze them, and in the future... So long as you find a surrogate, you can inject stem cells and have a clone be made. Where'd you find this? Of your animal. <laughs> this is blog to you. <laughs> this is a very real thing, by the way. There's a company called, if you want to look them up, they're called Viagen. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the cost to do this in, in entirety is about $50,000. So be prepared to spend in order to do it. Uh, and yeah, absolutely. That's a lot of money, but it's not that much to money? clone a living thing yeah like if you told me five million i'd be like mm, i'll get another dog yeah <laughs> and you think like okay so i was watching uh, i was in the midst of youtube okay when i was when i was learning this stuff okay is yeah. this a youtube article i really need to know the source no no there's a, there's a guy that went in to see what this was all about because i okay. heard about it and i was like let me okay. just like look into it okay and they do it for so they've been doing it for like police dogs and like horse racing hmm. for for animals in that respect. Okay, so which is interesting, but there's also the apparently the majority of the clientele still come from like people and their family pets, enthusiastic about their family pets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so cloning is something that's always been weird to my mind. Do you get a twin? Like, is 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 this a is this like a knockoff of Joey? Like, if I were to clone you, would I get like? I mean, how do you like? Because there's like human experience that yeah. happens. Like, how do you replicate that? Yeah. Right. Like, I imagine it's just going to be similar mannerisms and similar. Like, you have like the structure, but you. I mean, will you though? And then also, this is a possibility. Like, this is blowing my mind. Like, when is that going to turn into people? You know what I mean? Has it already? <laughs> Am I a clone? <laughs> the version two of Mark. Have you seen uh, what's the movie? Oh my gosh. The oh my gosh. Oh, this is going to bother me so much. It's a Michael Bay movie, I think. I don't even know if it's a Michael Bay movie. Um, it's The Prestige. 
The Prestige. Have you seen The Prestige? Mm, no, I don't think I have, actually. Watch it this weekend, please. Okay. That's my assignment to you. Yeah. The Prestige. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I won't say is, is it Wait, wait, wait. Is it to do with cloning? Is that say, what this, okay. Just watch it. Okay. It, right. It's in the vein of what you're talking about. All right. Yeah. Okay. The Prestige. <laughs> I watch, It's such a good movie. Uh, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put it in the books. It's one of those ones where at the end you're going to be like, what? That is mind-blowingly cool. Okay. Yeah, on both ends of it. That's all I could say. All right, we're yeah, going to leave, leave, leave it there. Oh, interesting. Did you finish The Bear? Yeah, I finished The Bear. How good is that? I, to be honest with you, I think that might be my favorite show that's hit in like ages. Yeah, it's so well done. Favorite character? Um, a cousin. Cousin, yeah. yeah. Cousin and Maddie Matheson. Fack. 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 Yeah. <laughs> His name is Fack. Uh, Toronto boy. Fack. Toronto, yeah, yeah, exactly. I started following him as soon as that was done. I was like, yeah, I'm it, giving him a follow. Uh, Matty Matheson. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, I want to get his uh, protege, Chef Rang, on the show. Yeah, you brought up Chef Rang. Yeah, he's that. in. Uh, I think he's in Vietnam right now. He's opening up a poutine place out there. <laughs> yeah. So, but he said when he come back, he'd be down to do it. So, I'd love to get him on. He's amazing. Swears like a trucker. Uh, he tells me about like he was in the jungle and somebody was trying to kill him. So, oh man! Like I don't know if I lost the translation, but apparently the guy didn't have arms. He had a mach- he had a machine gun for an arm. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is V for Vendetta stuff. Could have been lost in translation, but something along that line. Anyways, uh, I'm reading a good book inspired by. So there's one scene in The Bear, yeah, where cousin comes back from training, and he's got a book called Unreasonable Hospitality, yeah, and it's by this guy named uh, Will Gerard. I'm going to butcher his name as well. <laughs> Anyways, the book's really good. Uh, Will Gardara, Gudara, Gudara. Like I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'm obsessed with this book. Okay, um, and he's was the or is the manager of um, 11 Madison Park, which is the number one ranked restaurant in the world. So it's written by him. Yeah. Wow. No, 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 so the show has nothing to do with him. But actually, Carmen worked at 11 Madison Park in the show. So this is my point in general because I didn't know Carmen was a real person. No, he's not. That, no, but no, but oh, like... Oh. That the it, idea of him oh, exists. Okay. <laughs> this was based off of anything real. Yeah, I thought yeah, this yeah. was just straight fiction. Carmen's a clone. You didn't get the memo? Oh, there we go. <laughs> now it all makes sense. Yeah. New Gen paid $40 million. It's not, he's not a real person. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Carmen is based on a chef that would have been working at this restaurant that does exist in New York. And the book chronicles how they went from not on the list to 50th on the list to number one of the best restaurant in the world. So I'm like wildly inspired by this right now. That's really cool. Yeah. And uh, don't be surprised if we become number one in the world when it comes to real estate service. It's so funny what that show did in terms of like my interest in cooking. Cooking? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Legitimately got me. I called my brother yesterday and I was like, give me a good cooking show that I can start diving into. Yeah. Because you made your beef stroganoff. Yeah, I made beef stroganoff. Stroganoff? Yeah. Right? Beef stroganoff. And Bread. I, by the way, I killed it. Bread? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm all in it right now. This is interesting because like my takeaway from that, I don't cook. I mean, I do, but I'm not good was um, the manage the hospitality side and yours is the cooking side. So it's like the creativity side. So that's yeah. like a good, uh, it's, it's actually, interesting that we both took two different things from it that are both complementary in, in how a full service situation would, would work. Be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's enough rambling about uh, side topics. <laughs> Shall we get into it? Let's do it. All right. All right. Uh, all right. We're just going to do a simple, again, we're going to keep it simple. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, transition time. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. 
There we go. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. We're talking all about January today. We're talking about January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I don't know if we should do this first or later, but the TREB forecast. Yeah. Let's bring it on. So the Toronto Real Estate Board, they do this every year. They get together and they predict what they think is going to happen this year. Yeah. I hate it, <laughs> but it's necessary. We should talk about it. I can't believe how, uh, how specific they are. Um, that's, uh, what, that's what kind of throws me. Okay. Uh, but I've been in your shoes for a long time and like, yeah, wow, that's a really precise outlook. Then they're like wildly off and you're like, well, yeah, they just, it's a made up number. Yeah. (laughs) With backed by data. Oh, and sorry, I'm really on a high right now. Yeah. I don't know if it's the kielbasa or the coffee (laughs) or the combination of both, but Treb actually has a really good podcast and I do want to shout out Jason Mercer and his podcast. Love that. Yeah. I listened to it. I'm like, oh, here we go. Another organization. This is, dude, I love it. I'm like 10 episodes deep. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm back. I think it's like 2022 episodes I'm listening to or I'm way deep into it. All right. It's a very good. Yeah. Uh, it's a good listen. It's more realtor focused, but it's just an interesting take. They did an AI one, um, trends in the market. And the reason the connection I'm saying this is Jason Mercer is the stats guy at Treb. So a lot of this would be uh, driven by him. Well, that's what I figured it would be, right? Yeah. It's like, it's very, it's gotta be very num- numbers oriented, mm-hmm. right? Um, so yeah, I'll definitely take a listen to that. I know you sent me an episode a while ago. I haven't listened to it yet. That's oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I definitely do, do want to walk into that one. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the numbers. Sure. Let's okay. Do it. Okay. So the very first prediction, let's start off. So they're thinking that a total of 77,000 sales will take place in 2024. Okay. That's in comparison to, uh, 2023, which was 66,000. So they're okay. basically more uh, sales are predicting. Yeah. Clearly. Seven, 17% increase. Uh, and it's due to the, they're directly relating it to the immigration and, and the lower borrowing costs. Yeah. I don't know if immigration, I think big picture. Yeah, maybe, but I don't think specifically in 2024 immigration is going to be the driving factor. I think it's all going to be pent up demand rates come down, people getting comfortable with 5% rates being what it is. Yeah. Um, so my question to you is, do you think we're going to get higher or lower than 77,000 sales? No, the amount of sales I'm actually on board with. Mm. Um, I think we'll, I think, I think more for sure. Um, I could just see that right. it's, it's already kind of starting strong. You're on board or more? <laughs> no, no. I'm on board with the fact that it will be more. Oh, more sales. It. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. it. Um, what about you? More. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's starting off strong. I think that if, if this, the trend continues that rates are actually going to pull back. Yeah. Um, then there's, I don't see a reason that more transactions won't take place. I think over 80,000. Over 80. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, I'm sure that's over 20% for sure. I've been bullish, like, yeah, wildly about everything. Um, 2022, we had 75,000 sales. Right. Um, and then let me just see what I got in 2022. 2022, we had, we had uh, 75. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's a pretty big dip from last year. Even then, yeah. But 2021, you want to guess how many sales we had? Um, you know, 2021 would have, would have been, like, a wild trying year. to keep up with it. Because yeah. it was in the midst of COVID. Yeah. So, like... I don't know, maybe 90? No. Higher. 100? Higher. 120? 22. 122. <laughs> Shoo. And that was like, inventory was just scarce and people were just like, it was whatever was happening was transacting. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So to me, I think 80,000 is even a low ball. I think between uh, sub 90 would be kind of appropriate. Yeah. Uh, and let's maybe lead with that because, uh, sorry, is there any more outlooks at the... There is, yeah. There's average price I want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. What do they think? The uh, so they think, um, so last year we were at, sorry, one. we ended off at 1.126. Yep. They think by the end of this year it's going to go up uh, 1.17. Oh, no, over 1.2. 
Yeah, you've been saying that since the beginning. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I actually was. I, I laugh because uh, if you listen to the, the Chris Mulder episode, mm-hmm. uh, his prediction was one one seven five. So he's right almost on. right on the no- yeah. <laughs> right on the money in that sense. Conservative Chris, man, what can I tell you? Yeah, <laughs> time to run with the bulls, baby. Um, yeah, whatever. We'll see. They, these are all just educated guesses. Um, but I do think uh, the first month of January surprised a lot of people. Yeah, and let's lead with that of kind of a vibe check to what we kind of saw and experienced. Um, Thursday, I was involved in, well, I didn't partake in it. It was a 16-person bidding war that came to the table. Yeah. It sold pretty close to what I expected it to. I don't think it's, again, prices aren't wildly up. Yeah. Um, but demand was extremely high. And uh, it sold about 30000 over where I kind of expected it to be, which in the grand scheme of things is not not crazy. An absorbent price that someone paid. I think it was quite realistic with what was out there. Yeah, we're not like. I think the FOMO is is not necessarily there anymore. At least that's the intense FOMO that once was. Yeah. which was like I don't care what it costs. Just like no, people to, are more cautious. Yeah. yeah, and that could be because at the end, if they win, they are paying five percent or five plus, and yeah, they affordability wanna. still at yeah. the end of the day is affordability. Yeah, so you know that's important to note that if you are, and this is very much. Um, a housing thing. This is not a condo thing we're seeing so much yet. Yes. I saw a couple bidding wars in condo world, but again, very much average prices still being achieved. Yeah. This is the houses. So if you do find yourself in a housing bidding war, you don't have to go insanely crazy for it. Prices are not there yet, but I do think this is building up to a very hot spring market. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. It's kicking off really strong. And I'm curious if it's like, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, there's no, there's no reason it's slowing down at the moment. Uh, no, yeah, it's still insanely hot. There's very few, I'm talking with food in my mouth. <laughs> There's very little inventory out there. And the ones that are there, uh, especially in the housing segment, they go very quickly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially the turnkey ones, I will say. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that don't involve a lot of work. Yeah. This one that was 16 people was actually um, all original. You still had to put at minimum 200K. Yeah. Okay. Like that's if you have connections, you probably, if you're just a, a person who doesn't have Joe the plumber as your uncle. Um, 250, 300,000 without blinking an eye. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. I'm staying corrected. Yeah. No, well, it's, sorry, choking on the kibasa. <laughs> that was a one off. They're not, you know, indicative of everything. Um, okay. So, shall we get into, we'll move away from that. We'll get into the numbers. Yeah. So, that's what they're predicting. Now, let's look at actually what's happening in January. And we're going to start building this up as the year goes on. And yep. by the end, we'll have a really good idea where we're at. Yeah. So, big picture. Big picture. You want to kick us off? Yeah. Uh, big jump in sales, a 22% bump compared to December. Now, we know December, it's Christmas, it's relatively slow. Uh, so there is usually a small spike in January, but 22% is a good one. It is. Um, so the total number was 4,200, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and pre-COVID, it's actually not crazy. Like, I know a lot of people are saying, yeah, but it's, you know, we're coming off, yeah, like, like you said, it's 22%, but it's coming off December. It sounds like a big number, but still... Uh, it's kind of average in terms of just like what's happened in uh, for four Januarys. Yeah. So I kind of want to look at this now because there's two factors that happen. There's a COVID factor and there's a high rate factor, mm-hmm. right? We are, we can kind of, I don't want to get too much into comparing the COVID stuff like going forward because yeah. it's like, that's just a whole different dichotomy that's hard to really grasp. But the fact that January was 36% more sales this year than last year yeah. is a really good indicator of, I think, confidence coming back. Yeah. And if you look back, even then, if you look back on it, which is very true, it's it's like it's in a it's in a regular ballpark. Hang on. It's at a regular ballpark with 5% financing. So I kind of uh, true. put a little bit more weight to like, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But also 
it's not 1.9%. And still we're at those levels. So that to me is like a really strong indicator that very true things are happening. Yeah. 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 No, that's, uh, that's true. Uh, can we talk about the gigantic, the nice, uh, headline number? Yes. Lay it on us. <laughs> New listings trended up 113% more than December. <laughs> yeah. Seasonality. I mean, not many people were on the market during Christmas. You don't want, you don't want Santa pumping through your house, do <laughs> yeah. you? No, you don't. So they, they, you know, tend to take it down, but nevertheless, you are hundred percent right. 113% more listings yeah. than yeah. Um, and it's an 8% year over year jump. Yeah. Still a decent number. Yeah. yeah still a decent number, but yeah, 130% sounds crazy, but not a lot of people are advising to list in December <laughs> at any point. Yeah. So there are, there is always a bit of a bump in, uh, in January and this was a strong one Yeah, and a strong one. And still we're seeing sales increase that much. Yeah. So they're being absorbed. It's not like people are like, Oh, I'm down in the gutter. I need to sell my house and the sky's falling and they're sitting. No, they're actually selling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very true. Um, okay. Active listings. Yeah. Uh, down 2.67% month over month. Slightly tighter inventory. Yep. Uh, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, month over month and, and 8.5% year over year. Yep. So absorption, it's being absorbed. It's being absorbed. Yeah. yeah. Um, we saw this with the bidding wars. Like it's very common. I was looking in November, December with one client and every place we were offering lowball, trying to get it. And quickly that shifted that that's out of the question now. yeah like every property i'm showing them i'm telling them guys it's you're putting a premium on top like don't even think about trying to go under you have no shot right so it's changed very quickly the dialogue yeah absolutely yeah toronto star actually put out an article this week i had two or three clients send me it like what do you think is this accurate mm-hmm. uh effectively saying that the buyer's market is that window's gone it's closed <laughs> and i said yeah i i see it out there with some you know expect uh exceptions but yeah. majority yeah i agree and the bottom is here. The bottom's gone. <laughs> we're, we're on Drake starting from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, right now the buyers are outpacing the, the sellers yeah. big, big time. And that lack of transactions that all took place last year is like coming to fruition right coming now. Back. Yeah. And yeah. it could be just people are comfortable with, okay, 5% is what it is. We'll do a two year, three year rate and see what happens and, and go from there. Yep. Yeah. Um, Want to get into the next one? Yeah. Days on market. Days on market. Yeah. So days on market went up and average price was down. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the weird thing about this. And I think there's a reason for it, but average price went down actually quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, Pretty, pretty significantly actually went down to 5%. Yeah. Month over month. Yeah. There's, I have a couple theories. Okay. Let's hear them. Um, But uh, I think the action and and the real, the real movements that are happening in the latter half of January. I Mm. don't think we're, I don't think we're seeing it all come to the full picture. Yeah, I agree. Cause the first two weeks of January, you're still hungover trying to figure out your life, meeting your, your goals and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, you're on the, um, what's the word? The uh, new year's resolution kick. And then by the second week it all falls off. Yeah. And that's when life starts happening again. So I like that. I think that is a really good uh, point. Yeah. It's uh, so fun fact, actually Mm -hmm. in the last, 20 years. I just wanted to put this out there for the sake of it. For la- in the last 20 years, um, this is actually the highest drop from December to January. Oh, wow. Yeah. Five, 5.3. And the next in line was to, uh, 2008 to 2009, mm. uh, which was, I think, 4.9%. And we know what happened in those years. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just an interesting little blog to headline. I like that. People <laughs> in Toronto are mad. Ter- are terrified. Terrified. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's more uh, attention getting. <laughs> Um, yeah. 
So I think that just kind of sums it up nicely. Confidence is back, but prices are not there yet. So if you're in a bidding war, you don't have to spend that insanely crazy number. You know, still be conservative with what you're offering, but you do have to be a little bit aggressive. You know, just just let that temper flare up just a little bit there. Yeah, <laughs> not too much though. Uh, all right, should we get into the sales of the four one six? Let's do it. Do you all want right. another piece of kielbasa? I do. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Would you this be better on a bagel? I could do this on a bagel, but I I'm a bread. Yeah, I'm a bread guy. Favorite bagel spot? Do you have one? Uh no favorite bagel spot no yeah um have you tried bagel it? world oh. amateur is really damn good it's okay okay I'm gonna get you Griff's bagel Griff's yeah on Bathurst never had Griff's no oh game changer okay greatest bagel in the world like freshly cooked in house yeah okay man. I'll fight anyone who disagrees with me <laughs> <laughs> I will fight anyone that is the greatest bagel spot in the world I'll get some nice um some cream cheese do you like salmon yeah that loaded up a minute. Okay, we're going to go for a loaded bagel. All right. Or I'll bring one next week. Whatever. <laughs> I have enough time. Yeah. And I'll try to slip some kielbasa in there for you, too. There you go. Yeah, That's yeah. how we used to eat as kids. Sour cream. Kielbasa with on a bagel. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, That's how I got these pipes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all those curbs. Um, all right. We're, again, sales. Let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Sales in the 416. Yeah. So all segments saw strong growth year over year. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I think there is a little bit of light in condo world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things seem to be somewhat picking up. Like I said earlier, I did see a couple of bidding wars successfully happen and, you know, four or five people come to the table over uh, list price achieved. Um, and I'm seeing more sellers decide to uh, set up for a bidding war. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, the same thing. I think um, so condos in general, this is the amount of sales in contacts in the 416. Mm-hmm. So, so detached had 340. Mm-hmm. Um, and then towns and uh, semis saw a, a bit of about a hundred each mm-hmm. condos, 880 more sales. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. That's enormous. Yeah, yeah. Because we've been saying all last year, they've been the lagging one that that's not really, um, been shining much in our reports Yeah, and for January, they really took off. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, this is also my second theory to why the average price dropped 5%, which is, I think, um, I think the condo market had a lot of movement and that lower price point, I think might have moved that needle. My God, Joey, you are <laughs> just on fire today. I like that a lot. Yeah. 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 See, it's good when you actually have some time to sit down, reflect and think about like, okay, well, why is this happening? What, like, you know, I always refer to this book I read. The rule number one was always trust the numbers. Rule number two was never trust the numbers. There's always a story behind the numbers, and I think you, you shed a lot of good light on that uh, mm. as a potential. We'll see, you know, as we like to say, three months at a time is what we really, how we gauge a trend. But I think that trend has just started. It's starting to kick off. Yeah. yeah. And fun fact, I'm bringing a condo to market on Monday. Mm. I'm bringing back Candy Factory. I had that's, it up last year. That's right. And because we're starting to see some confidence back in condo world, we are putting our, our money where, what's the adage? Money where our mouth is? Yeah. yeah. Why would you say that? Well, it wouldn't be for putting something up for sale. Okay. Um, I don't think. Yeah. Anyways. You shouldn't put money anywhere near your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> money is very dirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Watch the YouTube doc on that. I've seen the TTC change. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we're not putting our money near our mouth, but we're putting this condo back on the market. <laughs> it's a super sweet loft. I'm going to give a little plug here as we sprinkle our market stats in here. Uh, the clients did an incredible job renovating this one. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. So beautiful. I think we had 11 people record walkthrough videos for TikTok and Instagram. A million percent. Which I've never had happen before. And it's, so many comments on the fridge that you have to... Yes. It's <laughs> yeah. A, yeah, it's just a touch fridge. So it's very minimalistic, the space. Uh, the fridge has no handles on it. You have to just just give it a little bit of love and it returns the favor. So we're bringing that to market and we're going to set it up for a bidding war. 
So we'll see what happens with that. All right. Yeah. We're just doing the final touches on it, but probably this week will be on market. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So we're getting into prices. Yeah. Let's get right into it. All right. So prices. Last month, townhouse in, had an, actually last month, yeah. So, so weird townhomes. Cause we were both like, what the hell? Yeah. Both of us literally double checked what, yeah. what was going on. The record price was near nearly 1.1 million last year. Yes. Yeah. December. And that was a huge spike. Yeah. Like it was a one month, like enormous spike. Cause they've been kind of hovering around like the just under mill to just over mill, but this was one, one. And we we're both like, what the heck? What happened? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this month it went, um, back to, sorry, back to eight. 95 is the average price of the townhouse. So from one, one to just under 900,000 in a month. Yeah, that's, <laughs> there's only one logical explanation. Why is that? Santa pump. <laughs> <laughs> Simple answer. Yeah. Santa pump. For whatever reason, there's probably some really high uh, sales prices for townhouses in the month of December that skewed the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And or, actually when we get into months of inventory, I yeah. will talk about the fact that they're actually, actually not even that there was a hundred, there was a, in and around a hundred sales of townhouses mm. in general. So like there's, there's already not that many. Mm-hmm. So I feel like volatility is a little more at play. Could have skewed that number. But yeah. anyways, for whatever reason in the month of January, that townhouse price came right down under 900, which is an unseasonably low amount. Yeah. Yeah. Also true. Yeah. Right. So we'll probably in the next couple of months balance out back to that million dollar mark. Yeah. It'll keep kind of doing that little hover. Yeah. We're talking about average prices. Yeah. Uh, detached. Maybe it came down a bit. They did. Yeah, about 60K compared to um, uh, last month. Yeah, and then condos remain flat. Uh, their month-over-month pricing and semi saw a small bump up to uh, 2.25. 2.25, yeah. yeah. So I think more activity in the condo world, but price is not really skyrocketing yet. But this is a trend we're going to see more of. So we've been kind of uh, jokingly saying, like, if you're going to invest in anything, condo right now is the biggest opportunity because mm-hmm. there's so many out there and prices are... Um, a little bit easier to negotiate on. Yes. I think that window was closing and by springtime, it might not be there at all. The same situation. Yeah. 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 This is the lagger. Uh, this is the lagging, the lagging uh, segment. Yeah. Shall you do your months of inventory, which you do so very well? Yes. Months of inventory. Keep it nice and uh, nice and simple. Again, I'll keep explaining, re-explaining it for the new listeners. Um, months of inventory is if we stopped new inventory from coming to the MLS, how long would it take to sell out? And one to three months is a seller's market meaning the, sell, the prices go up. Uh, four to six months of inventory means it's a balanced market, market um, even across the board. And then six plus is a buyer's market. Buyers have the power. Uh, so every segment declined. Getting tighter. No surprise. Yep. So yeah. less months of inventory for each segment. Yes. Less, uh, less option for people to choose in yep. general. So yeah, people are eating up the inventory that does exist. Even the new listings that was up 113%. Um, it's getting eaten up. So I'm going to do my awards. Okay. Um, <laughs> top award stays with the torch still in hand. Semis. Love it. Semis have now crossed the threshold from, they were uh, hovering a, a little above the one. They toyed with the one almost a two, and now they're sub, sub one. one. They're yeah. sub one months of inventory. So, so less than one month worth of inventory. Yeah. If nothing else came to market. Yeah. So they're still, yeah, they're still just not that much out there. Yep. Uh, runner up goes to Towns. 1.2 months of inventory. These are all extreme months of inventory. One to th- one to three uh, is a seller's market. Mm. We're talking like at one. Mm. So this is all already extreme. And then sub one is also is an extreme extreme. 
Uh, detached homes, um, 2.6. It went from 2.6 to 2. Mm-hmm. So a pretty big drop. And then condos, also a pretty big drop, from 4.8 months of inventory last month uh, to 3.5. Yeah. And what was the highest it was ever at? Uh, the highest was 5.4. 5.4 months of inventory. Yeah, which is actually in the balanced market territory. And now it's like creeping. Shifting back to sellers. Right back down. Yeah. yeah insane. Um, yeah. And that's the first month, which is, you know, generally a somewhat slow month, but there's some good, uh, like the weather, some good heat out there. Yeah. And I actually do think there is a bit of seasonality playing into effect here. Like the last couple of weeks have been relatively sunny and more bright and you, people got that extra pep in their step. I actually agree with that. Yeah. The, the <clears throat> Out being outside, you feel that like that burst of energy, like you yeah. want to tackle things that you yeah. that you wouldn't in the Christmas segment. Yeah, like have you ever thought like, what if we were in a sunny climate year round? Like, would the market <sighs> just be bonkers? I don't know. Always? I feel like productivity just oh, across the board would mm-hmm. be so much better. So much better, like <laughs> vitamin D to the roof, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That basically sums up our market report. I think. Yeah, um, I think outlook going forward. I, I'm as I've said multiple times. I think we are getting back into a bit of a, a very bullish market. Um, you know, the Bank of Canada will shift that expectation if they imagine the increased rates in March. See, that's where that's where my hesitation comes from. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think so either. Um, especially with, uh, the, all the dialogue has not even pointed to that as, yeah. a, as an option. Um, it's been like we might just hold here longer. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, absolutely. That could throw a wrench in the entire... Yeah, because one client brought this up to me. They're like, well, if the market starts to increase again, is that going to delay uh, the eventual price drop, yep. uh, rate drop? <sighs> My thoughts is that Toronto doesn't impact all of Canada because even though our sub-market is hot, if you go out to just GTA, there's still some pockets that are experiencing you know tougher times and that's just in Ontario. And then you go to the cross Canada, right. that doesn't mean the entire country is taken off. So... Even if Toronto does go on a bit of a tear, I don't know how much of an impact that's going to have across all of Canada and mm. affect rates, but it is a big market. So it could, it could. Yeah, very true. It's funny that hearing you say that because it's like, yeah, we do live in this bubble of like Toronto yeah. is yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and it's not the case. This is Bank of Canada, not the Bank of Toronto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a big distinction that we have to remind ourselves is that like there are very many parts in the country that are still lagging with uh, overall prices and, and the challenge of high rates is impacting them. Yep. Toronto's a big city and you know, lots of money in here and that's why people are a little bit easier to absorb that, but that's not the case across Canada. Yeah, very true. Yeah. I like that. Uh, we don't have any Bank of Canada meetings in uh, February, but March is going to be the next one. March is the next one. Yeah. Do you have predictions? Uh, hold. Same. Yeah, hold. I think um, a couple of people I was talking to this week, they felt that uh, they were saying about 1.5 of a drop, and now I think they're closer to the 1% they feel, so maybe not as much of a cut this year. Yeah. Um, and like we said before, by 2026, all rates will have reset, so there won't be any more of those 1.9s hanging around. Um, so I think the pressure is on to somewhat bring that down by 2026, but they have two years to do that. It's not too late. Yeah. 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 That's the, that's the thing. The trajectory seems like, okay, this is, if you're going to aim for that soft landing, this might be that <laughs> they're trying to trickle that balance out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not too late. Yeah. There's, there's, there's quite some time to slowly bring that down. And I think you're right on. We probably will have these rates held for a little bit longer than, uh, than expected. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All I'll right. With that. Wrapping up, I think. Yeah. Short and sweet this, with this, uh, yeah. this episode. Yeah. yeah. Get to the point. It's busy out there. That's the that's the point. Yeah, <laughs> pack a lot of patience. It's busy. Showings are up, and uh, you know, 
very important to know what you're doing. You work with a realtor who's going to give you the full price. And, you know, you might have to lose a couple before you get it. But it's better you pay what you're comfortable with than a price you're going to regret for the next 20 years. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Love it. All right. Awesome. Shout outs. Shout outs. Yeah. Malkatez. 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 I want to shout out um, Adrak. Adrak. Indian restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, my dad's kielbasa. My mom's cooking. Yeah. Shout out Jimmy the Rock God's kielbasa. Yeah. Flick my toothpick. I'm just going to take a new piece. You can just get your hands in there. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's it for this week. All right. All right. Wrap it up. Thanks for listening to the Toronto Living's Real Estate Podcast. You could find more information on how we work over at torontolivingswithans.com. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter to get price reports from over 150 different neighborhoods in the city each and every month. If you got any value, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends. And if you made it this far, thanks for listening.